Welcome to the Opinionated Optimist Podcast, the podcast that reviews anything that's worth reviewing. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Opinionated Optimist Podcast. I'm your host, Brian. It's October now, so to get in the spirit, I've been watching all of the horror films on the Sci-Fi Channel and AMC's Fear Fest. And to my surprise, I've actually been able to find a lot of fan films on YouTube that are as good as or possibly even better than the horror films they are referencing. Uh, in fact, I found this one really good channel called Womp Stomp Films. Uh, apparently, they did a short film in 2017 that's called Never Hike Alone, and this is a must-watch. Uh, this thing is better than most of the Friday the 13th films. Uh, the film is only about 52 minutes, and 25 to 30 minutes of it are just slow build. But the uh, last 20 minutes of this film is incredible. Uh, the way the story works, it's about a guy, I think his name is Kyle McLeod. He's an outdoor adventurer guy that films and blogs and puts all his adventures on YouTube. Well, this particular time, he's outside camping, and he discovers Camp Crystal Lake. Uh, he decides to actually go and inspect the lodges because he remembers the stories about that's the camp that had all the massacres. Uh, as he's going into the camp, he finds more and more of the spots where people were killed from the original Friday the 13th, until ultimately he stumbles onto Jason Voorhees himself. And this is when the film just picks up and goes batshit crazy. Uh, the director does a great job with his camera angles. Uh, once the action stops, I mean, honestly, it does not stop. And there's actually a nice little cameo from uh, Friday the 13th Part uh, 6, Jason Lives, that uh, true fans will notice. After I've seen how good this film was, it got me thinking, uh, which films in the original Friday the 13th series would it beat? So I decided to do a uh, tournament-style bracket, uh, seeding uh, the original Paramount films from 1 to 8, and then making them face off against each other until ultimately I was able to decide which is the best Friday the 13th film. Our first matchup has the two films in the series that don't feature Jason Voorhees as the killer. Uh, the number one seed, the original Friday the 13th, versus the number eight seed, Friday the 13th Part 5, A New Beginning. So let's start this matchup by talking about the original Friday the 13th film. The film that was so great, it spawned all the other sequels. Uh, this movie is a classic that helped create the teen slasher genre and uh, single-handedly killed the camp industry. This film is known for shocking audiences with its incredible violent scenes uh, created by special effects master Tom Savini and also starting the career of Kevin Bacon. The film is also known for having the surprise twist at the end where you find out that Miss Voorhees is the killer who's trying to take vengeance for her son Jason that was not watched and drowned in the lake while camp counselors were playing around. Also, this movie has the uh, great... Uh, Surprise at the end where you see Jason's body jump out the water and pull Alice under. And now for the eighth seed, uh, Friday the 13th Part 5, A New Beginning. Uh, this is the story of Tommy Jargon growing up now, having a lot of mental health issues due to the traumatic issues he suffered from uh, Part 4, uh, the final chapter where he was able to escape but, and uh, murder Jason Voorhees himself. Uh, now he finds himself being placed in a halfway house with a lot of kids that are runaways, drug addicts, and uh, a lot of them have emotional problems too. 
But uh, overall, this movie is pretty much a train wreck and really a cash grab. Because if part four was supposed to be the final chapter where Jason's killed off, and now you have this movie, A New Beginning, where Jason's not even the killer, uh, you know it's just there for money. And a lot of the movie just doesn't make sense. Like the very beginning scene where the annoying kid gets killed by the, the other kid with the axe. <clears throat> if you knew this kid has emotional problems, or more importantly, rage issues, why would you trust him with an axe? I mean, the whole movie is like that. Uh, if it was done right, you'd make it so that Tommy Jargon himself was the killer, like the movie tries to tell you, but it's just done very poorly. Uh, it ends up being the father of the annoying kid that got killed. I believe he is an EMS guy, but uh, how does put putting a Jason mask on magically give this normal, everyday dude special powers? I mean, you have Jason transposing, Super strength, able to take stab wounds left and right, still coming. Uh, yeah, this dude was a paramedic 30 minutes ago. Now he's immune to stabbings and all. So this movie is just a hot mess. So that's a no question. Uh, this round is won by Friday the 13th, the original. All right, now for our next matchup. Uh, we have the three seed, Friday the 13th Part 3, or is it sometimes called... Friday the 13th 3D versus the 6th seed, Friday the 13th The New Blood. Let's start this matchup by talking about Friday the 13th Part 3. It's one of two films in the series directed by uh, Steve Miner, and it's definitely a classic film because this is actually the film where Jason uh, finds his iconic hockey mask, so that uh, gives this film a lot of points too. Uh, it was also filmed in 3D, I believe it was filmed in 1982. Uh, around this time period, 3D was kind of a fad because also Jaws Part 3 was in 3D, and I believe they did an Amityville Part 3 that was 3D. So this was just, you know, catching in on a uh, popular trend, plus Jason in 3D equals some special cool effects. Uh, this one has a lot of memorable scenes. Like I said, the scene where he gets the hockey mask, the scene where he shoots out the arrow into the girl's eye, uh, the scene where uh, he takes out the biker gang himself. And I believe there's a scene where Jason crushes a guy's skull and then his eyeball pops out of the screen. So this is definitely a classic film. Now for the sixth seed in this uh, matchup, Friday the 13th, The New Blood. Uh, this one centers around a young girl with telekinesis power that originally uh, used her power when she was young and accidentally killed her father in the lake. Now several years later, she's growing up and her strength... Uh, wants to take her back to Camp Crystal Lake where the incident happened, thinking that uh, it could help her get over her issues. Well, one night when she's alone, she decides to go to the lake where her father had drowned, and she tries to bring him back. Unknowingly or unwillingly, she actually revives Jason Voorhees, and that's where all the crazy action begins. Action-wise, there's some pretty cool scenes in this film, um, but it's pretty repetitive. It starts following the standard Friday the 13th format, how there's always a house next to the uh, protagonist's house where Jason is there killing off people. And for some reason, be it a party, they meet the next-door neighbor they like, so they end up going to the house themselves, and then they get involved with Jason themselves. So very repetitive, like the other two or three films before it. And the whole fact that this girl with telekinesis is kind of running from Jason uh, makes no sense. She has telekinesis. Can't you just make his bones shoot out of his body and all that, or fly him in the air, tie him to a tree, and drive the hell out of there? But no, you have to sit through 
almost an hour and a half of just same repetitive Friday the 13th action. And also, the shrink is played by the actor that was Bernie, Weekend and Bernie's. So that just takes away from it, too. So, in a no-brainer, but a closer matchup than I actually expected. I'm giving the win to Friday the 13th, Part 3. Our next matchup features 4-seed Friday the 13th, Final Chapter, versus 5th-seed Friday the 13th, Jason Lives. Friday the 13th, the Final Chapter, or Part 4 is more commonly known, uh, actually features Corey Feldman as young Tommy Jarvin, uh, an interesting young boy that uh, likes to make monster maps. Him, his mom, and his sister live out in the country. And, of course, that weekend, a group of teens run out the house next door. So, you know, Jason's coming, uh, just the way it always works. And uh, by having the final chapter in the title, you know this dooms the franchise. And even though it's supposed to be the end, they're going to find a way to uh, bring Jason back, which they did several years later with the crappy uh, Friday the 13th, The New Beginning. Uh, overall, there's some memorable scenes like Christian Bale's uh, incredibly nerdy white boy dance. Uh, the end where Tommy shaves his head and acts like Jason to confuse Jason when he ultimately uh, finishes off Jason with a machete. But at the same time, though, there are some uh, really cheesy parts of this film. Like, for example, the sister meets the guy that's hunting Jason. He's out there looking for his sister and he's been tracking Jason for weeks, he says. And he's got all these newspaper articles like he's the expert in Jason. Although, once they're downstairs and they know Jason's in the basement, he knows Jason's a madman. Hard to cut. He's like, oh yeah, I'll just go down there, no problem. And I think he's even saying to her, run, 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 he's killing me. I mean, what kind of line is that? So, that takes some points away from this film. Now on to the fifth seed, Friday the 13th, Jason Lives. This film now finds Tommy... Uh, about late 20s, early 30s. Uh, he's got all his mental health issues pretty much uh, taken care of, at least so you think. Uh, so now he has the plan to actually find Jason's body and uh, cremate it once and all to guarantee that uh, he won't come back. Uh, he finds the grave, digs him up. Uh, to make sure Jason stays in the ground, he decides to take a metal spike and uh, stab it through the heart of the corpse. However, as Murphy's Law would be, a lightning bolt hit, and that uh, revitalizes Jason. Uh, this was a unique way, but uh, kind of made sense way to bring Jason back into the story. So, of course, now Jason goes out and runs amok. Tommy tries to warn everybody. They believe he's still crazy, so they lock him up. Uh, he's able to befriend a cop's daughter, and she helps him out. Uh, the good thing about this film... I give it a lot of credit because all the characters make logical decisions and everything is just a lot of cause and effect. Uh, this is a really close matchup, matchup, I mean. So it comes down to the two versions of Tommy. A young child versus a grown man who is more of a hero who can do a better job at fighting Jason. So ultimately, uh, I have to give it to the fifth seed, Friday the 13th, Jason Lives because they... Uh, <clears throat> Grown adult male Tommy Jarvin is more effective and is able to do and give more offense against Jason. So I give this round to uh, Friday the 13th, Jason Lives. All right, and now for the final matchup of round one. Uh, we have the two seed, Friday the 13th, part two, versus the seventh seed, 
Jason Takes Manhattan. Friday the 13th Part 2 is the first uh, Friday the 13th film directed by uh, Steve Miner. And uh, this is one of the best uh, entries in the uh, series, in my opinion. Uh, at times, this movie can be very suspenseful and uh, has some of the uh, more scarier scenes in the whole franchise, like the very beginning where uh, Jason uh, infiltrates uh, Alice's uh, house and uh, ends up uh, stabbing her in the head after she sees uh, <clears throat> Mrs. Voorhees' decapitated head in her refrigerator. Also, uh, it has some of the more memorable kill scenes, like the guy in the wheelchair taking the machete to the head. Uh, Jason ramming the spear between the couple in bed. And it even has the uh, memorable scene of the uh, head counselor telling all the kids about Jason at the campfire. Uh, this scene was actually reused again in part four of the uh, final chapter, so that's uh, how memorable that scene is. And now for the seventh scene, Jason Takes Manhattan. Uh, this movie tries really hard to reinvent the formula, but uh, it's still pretty hokey. And a lot of times with the special effects, you can tell like how low budget they were. Like, for example, when you first see Jason, uh, now he's not a uh, ball-headed, uh, you say, like, mutant-like child. Now, for some reason, he's a overweight kid that has hair all of a sudden. And his eye is fine the first time you see him. The next time when the girl sees him in the porthole, you can clearly see they tape something around his eye, but it's somewhat normal. Then when you finally see him, it's uh, the messed up eye again, so they couldn't decide the look on Jason. Not to mention the special effects when they uh, drown him with toxic waste looks so cheap. And then there's a memorable scene where like he's able to knock a dude's uh, head off of one punch. I mean, come on. Nobody's that strong. Uh, so overall, you could just miss this movie. This was just a cash in. Uh, so, no-brainer, uh, the two-seed, Friday the 13th, part two, moves on. Alright, now we're on to the semifinals, and we've got two really good matchups here. Uh, first matchup, uh, the number one seed, Friday the 13th, the original, versus the three seed, Friday the 13th, part three. Uh, this one, it's, uh, gonna be a really hard one to call. Uh, you've got the original film that set all the rules, uh... Great action, nonstop. Uh, never is it dull. Uh, there's not really anything cheesy. Like I said, it already has the memorable ending where it introduces Jason as a character. Um, so that was a clever way to uh, make it ready for a sequel. Uh, part three. Uh, that's where Jason gets his iconic uh, mask. He uh, definitely a badass in this one. Uh, they keep throwing stuff at him, and he keeps going and going. The only gripe I'd have about Part 3 is the character Shelly. Uh, very annoying. He keeps causing more trouble with his stupid panics. He's always playing pranks on people, so I don't see why they would invite him down that weekend anyways. And then you get the two chaperones, the stoner people that are kind of like comic relief. They really don't need to be there. And actually, the uh, stoner dad... I think he's probably one of the first people in uh, movie history to do the old what's that noise in the basement. Let me go check it out when he ultimately gets uh, electrocuted. And then the mom herself, too. She does one of those what's that over there thing where she gets the poker to the stomach and then makes the stupidest sound, I think, when they kill her. 
so in a close one, I have to give this one to the original Friday the 13th. In our final uh, semifinal, we have the two seed Friday the 13th Part 2 versus the fifth seed Friday the 13th Jason Lives. Uh, Friday the 13th Part 2, I've already said, is like one of the best in the franchise. Uh, now granted, Jason has the elephant man look, but uh, that still makes him mysterious and all. And I like the fact where they have him like living like an animal in that shed and keeping his mom's uh, head there because, like the character Amy says, Jason's like a uh, child mind in an adult body, so he doesn't understand what happened to his mom. And the whole scene at the end where she puts on that sweater and Jason thinks it's his mom, that's just classic and uh, very memorable. Uh, now for uh, the. Uh, Fifth seed, Friday the 13th, Jason lived. Like I said, it's a good movie. It's action-packed. Uh, Tommy is now definitely a, a badass and equal to Jason. It was kind of sad this was the last film really to uh, feature Tommy. But uh, overall, it's still very repetitive, and it does follow the mold. Um, so I would definitely say this one goes to Friday the 13th, Part 2. All right, we have our final matchup set. We have the one seed, Friday the 13th, versus the two seed, Friday the 13th, part two. Now, let's um, compare and contrast and see which is the greatest Friday the 13th film of them all. Both these films are classic. They, in their ways, both set the rules. The first one sets the teen slasher uh, rules, and the uh, second one sets uh, how the Jason rules work. Uh, both can be scary at times. I think uh, part two um, has a little more suspense. I prefer the uh, kills in part two a little bit better. And then it comes down to also the killers themselves. Jason's mom versus Jason. Friday the 13th is known as Jason's uh, series for a reason. So just based off of that alone, I give the overall win. And the best uh, Friday the 13th film is Friday the 13th Part 2. Well, there you go. Um, that's uh, what I feel is the greatest Friday the 13th uh, film and the original eight uh, Paramount films. I didn't include the New Line Cinema films because they were just complete train wrecks and cash grabs. I mean, Part 9, uh, Jason Goes to Hell was just there to set up Freddy vs. Jason. Uh, Freddy vs. Jason was decent, but... That's a versus film, so you can't really consider that in either one of the Nightmare on Elm Street or the Friday the 13th uh, film series. And then Jason Goes to, goes to Space. Uh, what a terrible film that was. I don't even know why they make that. Um, so, that's my review of the series. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, have a good night. Thank you for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe so that you may get all future episodes. Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching for The Opinionated Optimist. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.